This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Looking around, I find the sea. I think I need a change. The rat race, I want to flee. My world, I'll rearrange. I'm getting back to the roots of how it's meant to be. Growing gardens, picking fruit, racing livestock, living free. It's a modern homestead. Build a modern homestead. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. This is your host, Rachel Jameson. Today I am doing a little bit of an update on my own homestead, and then we're moving into a short interview. I think you're going to really enjoy this. I am excited to share it with you, but first I wanted to give you an update on my homestead. Last Saturday, we had 80 degrees, which is pretty unheard of up here this far north in northern Michigan in April, and it was hot, and it was sunny, and we don't have leaves yet, so we did work but we had nowhere to hide in the shade. But by Monday morning, we had tons of snow. I mean, relatively. We had several inches of white, wet snow all over my gardens. And it was pretty discouraging because we were then in the 30s and it was cold. It's amazing how quickly you acclimate to that warm weather. Thankfully, the garlic irises and lilies did just fine through all of that. And They actually enjoyed a little bit of the moisture and are doing really well. They've come up quite a bit in the last couple of weeks and the snow is all melted now. I think today it was about 55 degrees on my way home, which is much more normal for this time of year. I'm kind of done with the swings that we keep getting. Um, I do have plants taking over the basement under my grow lights. And I am really ready to get a lot of them outside. We will see how much work I get done. We keep getting snow, so it's been hard for me to get work done. And then, of course, I've been busy working and I've been sick, which um, I am at about 80%. So hopefully that continues to improve. I finally stopped coughing for the most part, so that is good. Um, So this weekend, I may risk putting out some beets, some carrots, potatoes and onions if the ground temps are high enough for me to do it. I do have some hoops and some agriban row cover um, that I have used many years and years past. You know, they it doesn't work fantastically if it's going to be really, really cold, but it does give me a few degrees, especially if we're hovering at that just above freezing level. I can probably risk putting some onion plants and stuff out. We'll see. And I will keep you updated when we have another podcast. Um, I also decided to do a book recommendation today. And in light of the interview that we will be, you will be hearing, 
I decided that I would recommend a children's-ish book, actually a series or several books. Um, This series of books is really quite well known. And yet a lot of people think of it as a children's book, but I actually read it for the first time as an adult. And that is the Little House on the Prairie series. Believe it or not, all through my childhood, I had actually never read the books until I became an adult and I read them to my children when I was homeschooling them. So I had actually seen all of them, the TV show with Michael Landon and Melissa Gilbert. I had watched it several times as a child and I absolutely loved it. Um, I was actually kind of obsessed with it. And it's actually part of why my the name for my blog, my very irregular blog, is called Rewilder Life because of Laura Ingalls Wilder. So that gives you a little take into how much I love this series. But um, the Little House series also has an accompaniment of books. One is on um, crafts. One is on cooking. And there is also a homeschool curriculum called the Prairie Primer, which we also used um, in in our homeschooling. And I think one of the most fitting books for the interview that you're about to hear would be Farmer Boy. Farmer Boy is actually about Almanzo, who she will later marry. Um, that book is so much about food. It just it's just about food, a lot of food, how much food they ate, how they preserved it, how they put it in the cellar. Um, the parents went away and they ate a bunch of food out of, I think it was mostly sugar, <laughs> sugary things that they ate out of the cellar while their parents were gone. But it is just a really good book. And all of those books are a great series. And like I said, I'm actually, it's actually got me interested again and in like, maybe I should listen to those on audiobook because I just really enjoy them and and they're just a really fun read. I have also read several autobiographies about Laura Ingalls Wilder and we have actually gone and visited a couple of her homesteads. Um, Our oldest daughter plays the fiddle totally because she was inspired by Pa Ingalls. So that's a little tidbit of information about us. So anyways, that whole book series is one of my recommendations for the podcast listeners and you don't have to be a child to enjoy it. So now I am going to introduce to you Bella and her grandma Anita. I hope that you enjoy this podcast. I am speaking to Bella who is part of the Homestead Front Porch group and Bella how old are you? I'm 11 years old. I'm going to turn 12 on July 1st. Okay. Wow. So um, what got you interested in baking and cooking? Gaines helped my grandmother in the kitchen. Okay. She was cook- That's always fun to do, to help grandma. I, I have great memories of helping my grandma cook things in the kitchen. Um, what made you decide to, to tackle using a wood cook stove? Or is that what your grandmother uses? When my grandmother bought it, I decided I would want to try it because I really liked baking. 
when around the time she got it, I was really interested in it. Is it hard to use? Is it really different? It's easy to use, but it gets really, really hot when you're using it. So this summer, we're going to switch to a uh, antique gas stove outside. Oh, okay. okay, that makes sense. Because you guys live in the south, where yes, it gets Sam. warm in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not that it doesn't get hot here, but you guys definitely get warmer where you are. Um, so you do you prefer using that over a regular stove? I think they're about the same, but I like using the wood cook stove better because I, th- I think it is a little bit easier to use. Really? Than the regular stove. That is really fun there. I think they're just I think they're so beautiful. I, I just love them. So what is uh, I know this isn't part of the questions I sent to you, but what is do you have a favorite thing that you like to bake in it? I like to make cakes in it a lot, but besides that, I haven't made much else besides cakes in it, but I do really like making them because I think it's a lot easier to tell if they're ready because the outside is kind of clear where you can look into the oven. Oh, neat. Very cool. That's really cool. What got you interested in doing this? Just this spending time with your grandma? Yes, ma'am. I like to spend time with her, and I come to her house every day after school, and we usually uh, bake something. That's a, that's really sweet. That's a blessing. I saw your beautiful red bud cake. Is that what it's called? Yes, ma'am. And I, I had never heard of using red bud, which is a tree, right? Yes, ma'am. To bake with. What does it taste like? It tastes kind of like a lemon, kind of. Oh, it's oh, lemony. Wow. That sounds really good. That sounds really, really good. Wow. I I also read that you might be doing some other things besides baking on the homestead. Did you guys, did you have some plans for some other things this summer? We're, we may be posting about uh, our raised beds that we're doing. Okay. Yeah. I saw those. What are those made out of? Because with this, the podcast, people only hear our voices. So they're made out of they're made out of metal, but they have many different layers inside of them. Oh, cool. Okay. So what are you putting inside of them? (laughs) Bella didn't do much of the loading of the beds, but we put a a layer of cardboard on the bottom and then the rotting limbs, a layer, and then we have a sawmill. So we added a layer of sawdust shavings to that and then uh, dirt from around the barn and manure and topsoil. Really cool. Mm -hmm. So what are you, so um, what are you excited to plant in there? We're got, we've so far, we've planted some peppers and tomatoes and some flowers in there, and we're probably going to plant a lot more stuff, but I'm not really sure yet what we are going to plant in there. Okay. We are going to use most of it to uh, bake with, but what okay. we don't use to bake or cook with, I may take to the farmer's market to sell. Oh, that's really cool. So you're considering getting into the farmer's market. Yes, ma'am. My 
other my grandfather does it and last year I saw blueberries with him and I'm probably gonna do it again this year because I really liked it okay are you gonna try and sell any of your baked goods or isn't I know each state is different maybe it's not allowed there it is allowed but I don't think I'll sell any of the baked stuff okay okay and do you when you did that last year did you really enjoy doing that selling that's yes, really and cool. I really did like it. You what get to meet favorite? a lot. Okay. You get to meet a lot of new people when you do it. I bet. I bet. That that is really neat. So you're turning all of this your hobbies and your homesteading, you're turning into a business too. And you're only eleven. That's really cool. Um do you plan on preserving any of that or just cooking with it? Well, We'll probably preserve some of it. Okay. Do you have other plans besides um, for your little homestead adventure? Do you guys, do you have plans on getting any um, chickens or any other homesteading activities like sewing or anything like that? We actually have a lot of chickens and I have some horses and other pets here that I like to take care of. That's cool. That's cool. My daughter loved horses, loves horses still. So horses are beautiful creatures. So what are your hopes for the future for this? Do you keep hoping, do you hope to keep expanding on this and learning more things and eventually um, doing this as you grow up? I hope that I'll eventually get a lot better at it because I'm kind of new to it. I haven't done it that long. And I hope that will inspire a lot of kids who don't who don't think they're good at it to to at least try it and see if they like it or not. Well, I think you're going to inspire a lot of adults that are just learning things too cuz I'm I don't know how to cook on a wood cook stove. <laughs> and um yeah. Yeah, I think you're inspirational to everybody. That's really cool. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Where so you guys are also posting, I'm sure that, and then your grandma is helping you with this. You have a small um, YouTube channel, is it? And then maybe a blog. Blog post. We have a blog post. Okay. Okay. Um, the website's at cozykitchenwoodstove.com, where okay. we post things about our raised beds and different recipes that I used to cook and different stuff like that. That's really cool. I, I, um, I follow you. And so I've been enjoying watching you cook and make all, and then, and also I thought it was really cool because, um, one of the things I like to do is go to the woods and harvest things from the woods for food. And that's why I really liked your red bud cake recipe, because I thought that was really neat. That whole, it's called wild crafting or foraging. Some people call it. So I thought that was a really neat recipe that you made. 
it, this, I am really excited that you came and um, chatted with me today. And I look forward to watching you learn all of these things and share them with us. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're excited about getting the outdoor kitchen up and running. And I hope to do a lot more of the foraging this summer. I've been trying to get Bella into that. The red bug cake was the first one we tried. That's really there's cool. There's a lot, lot of stuff around here. Really, I tell everybody, I think there's more that you you need to learn what you can eat because <laughs> you can eat most of it. So it's easier to learn what you can eat than it is what you can. So we're, we're really excited about that this summer. That is really cool. And what are you going to, what is your outdoor kitchen going to consist of? It's a big screened, uh, it used to be a carport, an outdoor carport. And my husband boarded up and screened around the top. And then we have an antique gas stove in there and in uh, bars and a bed swing. And uh, we're really excited about, we have started about three years ago and he broke his leg. Oh dear. (laughs) we're just. So we're just now getting it up and running. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, because you guys are in Mississippi, correct? Yes. Yeah, and it's, so it's definitely hot. Cannot think, about, <laughs> cannot think about cranking up that wood stove. We could barely run it this winter. Our, our winter was really mild. And so it was very hot in here. So we're we're just going to yeah. move outside for the summer. Yeah. Is, I, you know what's interesting? All the way up in the UP of Michigan, which is even more north than I am, uh-huh. they, they a lot there. There's a um, an old fort up there, and they used they had an outdoor kitchen set up even up there where it's cool. So I I thought yes. that was interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the idea of an outdoor have, kitchen. We have to have the screen down here. Mosquitoes are so bad. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's we'll, well post yeah, that would be great. You guys are, are, it's fun to watch you guys and everything that you're doing. It's, um, it's just, it's different. It's different than what we normally see for a lot of the homesteading stuff. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I feel like it's a step back in time. And of course, <laughs> Thank I, you. I enjoy that because that's <laughs> always, I've always liked like the little house, the Laura Ingalls. That kind of thing. And I have a friend that does a lot of that, which I believe I sent you a link to her. She does a lot of historical cooking. Yes. Mm -hmm. On a wood cook stove. Yeah. Yeah. So So we just got our wood stove. This this we've had wood for 25 years, but it was not a cook stove. Okay. So uh, we ordered this one and we had moved in the newer farmhouse and it did not have wood heat. And I just had to have wood heat. And I thought if I'm going to do that, I might as well get one that we can cook on too. So we're really wow. enjoying it. And they're like a piece of art. They're so beautiful. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah, and the so old beautiful. ones are, are beautiful, but I decided to go ahead with the newer one because right. of the emissions and that kind of stuff. I so. still think they're a work of art though. They're just beautiful. To they, are. they are. Yeah. Yeah. This one came out of Quebec, so oh, wow. I shopped a lot. Yeah, and we got free shipping, and we could not have started to have it shipped to Mississippi. But uh, it, it's, it's we're really pleased with it. Some people were having trouble getting this particular model to bake, but then we got on and, and worked with it. And it, we, you've got to get the temperature up really hot before you even think about starting to cook. So once you get the temperature up. And I contacted the company because 
you just basically got to open all the air intakes and get that fire roaring. And I think people were afraid they would damage your, their stove, but the, the company okay. said no. They so said, is you know, it a cast? Is it cast iron then? Part of it is cast. Okay. It's cast doors and uh, and part of, is the other part still in? The the firebox is cast and the doors are cast okay. and they have gl tempered glass in them and it has fire bricks lined in the oven and then okay. the rest of it's heavy gauge steel. Interesting. So, so do you mind saying what brand it is? Oh, it's a, uh, what is that, Lynn? Oh, J.A. Roby Cuisinaire. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I have not heard of that one, but then I haven't been, I haven't looked real closely at the newer ones. I I've only seen a lot of older ones, so yes. very cool. I shopped a long time because it, it's, you know, well, I compare it to maybe a, a new central unit. It would be less expensive, you know, than a, to put in a heating unit. So, And we're here at the farm. We have several hundred acres of just wood, wood so we can have our own wood. We don't have to pay for the wood. And it's, okay. Um, That's cool. That's, Wow. That is so neat. This is exactly what I would love to do something like this at, at my farm, but I don't, I don't know if it's in the future plans or not, but I would love to do that. So I will, I'm following what you're doing and it's getting my wheels thinking how I could make it work at my house. So, yeah. Well, we're both retired, so we have an income. We don't have to worry, you know, about that. Right. So right. basically, Lindsay, we worked all that time to do what we wanted to do then be able to in our older age. So really yeah, that's really neat. So you guys do, so you have a working farm currently. Uh, most of our cropland is leased out, but we okay. have a huge garden and uh, pastures and that kind of thing. And uh, we've got probably 20 chickens. I gathered 80 eggs yesterday <laughs> and oh, wow. had enough left to give some neighbors some. So I, I think it's just so cool how you're passing on the legacy to your granddaughter. And um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, she, she she really, our older one's into sports, but this is my artsy one here. So and she, she's she been cooking with me since she was three or four years old. So she's not new to her. So she's enjoying it. She says newish. It's newish. Okay. Well, a wood cook stuff is newish, yeah. That is yeah. new. That is new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She gave the information for her website, and I will put all of that in the show notes. And um, people can go and follow your journey. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You have a great mm -hmm. night. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. I hope you all enjoyed that. What an inspiration Bella is to us all. You can find a link to her blog in the show notes. And I hope that you are able to go and subscribe to her blog and watch her as she continues to grow her skills as a budding homesteader. And that is it for this podcast. Grow where you're planted. Looking around, I find the sea. I think I need a change. The rat race, I wanna flee. My world, I'll rearrange. I'm getting back to the roots of how it's meant to be. Growing gardens, picking fruit, racing livestock, living free. 
Today 